can you hear me? Five by five, Nostra Dumbass, thank you very much. Good morning. Welcome. It is the 16th of October, 2023. I am Bear from the internet. We are going to do the brief today, coming to you live from a mediocre hotel room with mediocre coffee somewhere in the United States of America. Good morning, Refuge. Well, we survived the day of global jihad on the 13th. Doesn't mean that the threat has passed, but man, all my buddies, or not all, most of my buddies that operationally operate like operators, because that is their job, were messaging me on the 13th and throughout the weekend just like, this is the lamest jihad ever. Here I am all kitted up, waiting for disaster to strike, and nothing has happened. <laughs> Muddy Button Ranch says, not my first jihad, right? Um, and so on the one hand, very thankful that we didn't have utter chaos here in the United States of America. On the other hand, um, man, there were a whole bunch of people that it appears were pretty ready for it. And that's something we're going to talk about in the end of the written brief today. I'm going to read you the brief. We're going to talk about some things that on the precipice of what appears to be another global war, I think that we need to be focusing on. Uh, as far as acquisitions in the days ahead. <clears throat> and uh, maybe if we have time, we'll do a little bit of Q&A. Now, of course, if you're not subscribed, do the YouTube things, man. Subscribe, ring the little bell icon, give this video a thumbs up, leave a comment for the YouTube algorithmic robots. 40% of the people who watch this show are not subscribed. I don't understand you. Subscribe or leave, pick one, okay? For everybody else, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Thumbs up the video. Comment for the algo. That helps us in our algorithmic reach here on YouTube because we are, per the algorithm, not a popular channel at all. Um, approximately one-tenth to one-fourth of the Bear Nation actually sees my videos every day. So let's see if we can work on that, all right? And also, of course, as always, the show is brought to you, number one, first and foremost, by the creator of the universe. I call him Yahuwah, your Elohim. You might call him the Lord, your God. We're talking about the same guy. And then by the patrons, link in the description. And then, of course, by refugemedical.com, for whom I am the chief shilling officer, because I'm also the founder and CEO. The world's weird. You might consider having uh, some capability in your back pocket. Literally, literally have a slick kit in my back pocket. Now, a couple of things. First, um, apparently, and I don't know this, but it was passed to me by somebody who's uh, adjacent to the IC, the intelligence community. The chat app signal, signal, S-I-G-N-A-L, the chat app signal has experienced a zero day exploit meaning there are zero days of protection against this exploit. Meaning, you should do something about that. To close the vulnerability, go to settings under your profile link or profile in the Signal app, hit chats, and then deselect the generate link preview button. Your profile, 
then chats, then deselect generate link preview. Apparently the vulnerable vulnerability gives bad actors complete access to your device. Complete access to your device. Pastor Bill said, Bear, you rock my brother, sharing you with my church members, trying to wake up our pastor about church security. It's like kicking an old horse. We know God does protect us, but I am sure God is real. Yes. Um, he does. He does protect us. But uh, in Luke 22, verse 36, I believe it is, Messiah himself says, He who does not have a sword, sell his cloak and buy one. And the pacifists would say, Yeah, but he who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. I'm not asking you to make a living with your sword. I'm telling you that the way the world looks right now, you might need to beat your plowshare into a sword because that's very biblical. Then when the fighting's over, you beat your sword back into a plowshare. Okay, so it's a combination of being able to affect security and grow food. Where have I heard that before? What's up, Brandon Schmidt? So, Signal app zero day exploit. You need to uh, get in your app if you're on Signal and make those changes. Deselect the generate link preview button, okay? Otherwise, they have complete access to your telephone. Probably not good. Next, I think today's a great day to audit your EDC, your everyday carry. I'll just tell you that in addition to my usual, I've got two tall boys with me as well because I am on the road and nothing says wrong hotel room homeboy or you picked the wrong vehicle, homeboy, like uh, 57 rounds of 147 grain jacketed hollow points. And that's just to make our way to the rifle, right? So you might want to think about that. I've also got a slick kit in my back pocket. This is not an ad, this is proof of concept. In my back pocket, ready to go. Now, the brief, Bear Independent Brief, 16 October 23. People in the USA have become very emotionally invested in the conflict overseas. And that has resulted in charged protests around the country. Oh, by the way, have you seen that China and not the USSR, the USSR 2.0, Russia, have come out and basically verbally stated that they support Hamas, Hezbollah, the Palestinians, and Iran. Gosh, I want to be wrong, but it sure looks like we are on the precipice of an actual World War III, right? Do tell the slick kit. That's from refugemedical.com. S-L-I-K. Sexy legs and khaki kit. And uh, this has uh, a pair of chest seals, a pair of gloves, Z-fold combat gauze, a flat emergency trauma dressing, and uh, duct tape in it. Then you couple that with the tourniquet that should be in your pocket, the soft tee, and you got a blowout kit. So Iran is now being openly backed, as is Palestine being openly backed by Russia and China. And as I've told you last week, I think in large part what we're seeing happening in Israel right now, or what has been allowed to happen in Israel right now, could very well be asymmetric warfare by Russia. You couple the cutting in of that uh, natural gas line and combo line between Finland and Estonia and the Gulf of Finland, where the Baltic, the Russian Baltic fleet 
is a couple hundred kilometers due east of there. Due east, like, gee, I wonder who could have cut the cable. If it was anybody else, you're telling me that the Russians don't patrol the Gulf of Finland? They didn't know that somebody else was there? Come on. So the cutting of that undersea uh, combo cable as well as natural gas pipeline, probably the Russians. And then the fomenting of war in Israel by uh, bad actors that are supported by the terrorist nation state of Iran that is supported by Russia. And then the 30-so military coups that we've seen in Northwest Africa, the Sahel region, where in the continent of Africa there are 27 different militaries operating. Uh, one of the major players is Russia. And we know that Wagner, the Wagner group was in Africa, is in Africa. Shalom, Mark Chase. Yeah, I just, I see the potential for a lot of this to at a minimum be in the favor of the Russians to distract uh, from the special military operation in Ukraine. Um, but also, uh, it's at a minimum in their interest, but probably they are facilitating, fomenting. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks, Badger. All right. Now, so people in the U.S. are a little upset. Some uh, asshole said if you listen closely, you can hear Netanyahu's balls clapping off of Bear's chin. Um, kudos on painting such a wonderful picture with your words. I'm no supporter of the nation state of Israel. And if you spend any time here, rather than you know, hanging out in your mom's basement, drinking Mountain Dew and eating Cheetos, you'd know that. But I realize that it requires a certain amount of intellectual maturity for people to make informed decisions and do more than 42 seconds of research. That's okay. Out here in the real world, had you said something like that to a man like me, we'd be calling EMS right now because you're going to need a ride to the doctor. But the internet has allowed pussies like you to stand behind a moniker uh, without any accountability and shoot their mouth off. Unlike folks like me that show up practically every day and have produced more than 6,000 pieces of content for the internet to say nothing of the actual brick and mortar things that we've done with our hands, not our mouth. Back to the brief. Harassment and assaults from both sides have been reported and people on both sides have reported feeling distinctly unsafe. A skirmish erupted during opposing demonstrations in New York City when some men broke across the barricades though the police were able to contain the incident shortly. By the way, if you're into prepping and you still live in New York City, you need a GTFO. I'm looking at you, angry prepper. It's time to get out. It's been time to get out for a while. It's definitely time to get out now. While top counterterrorism officials have said that there is no immediate threat to the security of the United States, it is obvious that that does not mean that individuals are not still at risk. We are still at a heightened, elevated state of readiness currently. Uh, just because the day of global jihad was not very jihadish on uh, the 13th of October doesn't mean that those threats don't still exist.
Already, anti-Semitism has swelled across the globe. Jewish people, synagogues, and people patronizing Jewish stores have been threatened in France. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak noted a rise in anti-Semitic incidents in the UK. Also, and two Jewish faith schools in London have closed due to security concerns. Now, I realize they are in London, <coughs> which is part of England, which is part of Great Britain, meaning that you are not allowed to defend yourselves there. That shit's retarded, and if I was you, I would be petitioning whoever my representatives are immediately for the ability to defend myself. And I also, being perfectly frank, would not live in a place where I cannot defend myself, whether it's because of the Israel-Hamas war or any other reason. Uh, you have, regardless of whether or not your government recognizes it, you have a God-given right to defend yourself including preemptive defense. Including preemptive defense. Good morning, Luke Kennedy. Do you think theme parks could potentially be in the eye of Hamas? I hail from Central Florida. Yeah, 100%. They're large targets filled with people who are more or less disarmed. 100%. In New York, Attorney General Letitia James has issued a statement warning of both anti-Semitism and Islamophobia in the wake of the events overseas. It's important to note that the United States has already had record levels of anti-Semitism just before the recent events elevated tensions. In addition to all of this, there may be broader political ramifications in the U.S. during next year's elections. In an opinion piece published on Fox News, Jason Rantz wrote of the progressive left's hostility towards Israel, quote, American Jews better face the reality that we're increasingly seen as enemies. It should be a wake-up call to Jewish Democrats in particular. Is this the party you feel comfortable in? End quote. It makes no sense to me, personally, it makes no sense to me that... The Yehudim, the Juden, the tribe of Yehuda, would be in so lockstep with the Democratic Party. A, they should understand that people have been trying to wipe them off the face of the earth since literally they began to exist. We've talked about the story of Isaac and Ishmael in previous posts. They need a way to defend themselves. And the Democrats are no fan of you defending themselves. Also, Jews, religious Jews, keep the Torah. The Torah is about the preservation of life. My brother Rex had a phenomenal video uh, talking about, ranting about, um, oh man, I can't remember the title of it, but basically the, uh, the morality of what's happening in Israel right now. And one of the things that he brought up is like, okay, yeah, are there atrocities being committed in Israel right now? Yes. Are civilians being targeted on both sides? Yes. Uh, what about the fact that 3,000 babies every day, every day are murdered in the United States of America? And that is in large part supported by one political party and one political party only for which the Jews simp not exactly the preservation of life, right? <sighs> I don't get it. Not my job to get it, but I don't get it. 
Jews are among the most consistently liberal and democratic groups in the U.S. population. If they feel unsafe within their own party, their political leanings may shift, and that can influence the way that the political winds blow here in the United States of America. I suppose we'll see, won't we? And then, written in from somebody in the Bear Nation uh, in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana area. This is very interesting. Shalom Bear Nation. My brother-in-law relayed that this afternoon he stopped to pick up some smokes at the shop around the corner from his house in South Bend, Indiana. He has an amiable relationship with the guy who runs the store, a Muslim from Yemen. When he asked the clerk what his thoughts were on the fighting in Israel, the man gave the expected response that the Palestinians are just fighting for what right, rightfully belongs to them. My brother-in-law commented that he was worried about trouble in the U.S., and the clerk commented, quote, You don't want to know how many cells are in the U.S. If we wanted the trouble, if we wanted trouble, you couldn't stop us. End quote. I'll repeat that again. Quote, you don't want to know how many cells are in the U.S. If we wanted trouble, you couldn't stop us. End quote. Continuing, my brother-in-law, now a little shaken, went next door to the liquor store. The previous clerk's cousin runs the liquor store. When he tried to strike up a similar conversation, the liquor store clerk looked at him stone-faced and said, It is not time yet. Needless to say, when this was told to me, I triple-checked our supplies and reviewed safety, comms, and evac procedures with my wife. Are there sleeper cells here? You bet your ass there, there are. To what degree could they harm the United States of America? Well, that depends on their competency, how many of them that there are, what their courses of action are, and whether or not they are currently known and being targeted by the alphabet soup agencies. Yes, yet, Aaron Holt. It is not time yet, is the quote. Bro, shop somewhere else. I'm with you, Swamp, right? There's got to be a better place to get some whiskey and cigarettes than there, right? Bring whiteboard with threat level for new folks. Yeah, JV, maybe. Um, I'm on the road right now, so that's probably not going to happen. And then also, the threat matrix whiteboard, uh, we began just prior to COVID. And since COVID, every box on the threat matrix, threat matrix is full all the time. So, in brief review, uh, signal zero-day exploit, fix that. And if you don't know what that is, rewind the brief or use your favorite search en engine and put in signal zero-day exploit. Audit your EDC. What are you carrying today, uh, three days after the day of global jihad? And uh, apparently, yes, there are sleeper cells here in the United States of America based upon anecdotal human and... Uh, it's not time yet. Now, a couple of things I was thinking about with this war in Israel. We've talked through in previous briefs a large bit of what is happening on the ground, why it is happening, um, strategies, tactics of the Palestinians as well as the Israelis, Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria, hell, even the Taliban as well as more globally, geopolitically, the United States, Russia, China. Today, 
I wanted to think about, uh, I wanted to talk about some things that we need to be thinking about here in the United States of America. This is not permission to A, freak out, or B, whip out your debit card or credit card and buy a whole bunch of shit that you don't need. But it is a very good time in history to be prepared. When we look at all the indicators, the fiscal condition of the United States of America, poor. The security conditions in the United States of America, lacking at best, lacking to poor, most likely. The state of readiness of the United States military, not excellent. The ability to prosecute two or more wars by the United States of America globally, non-existent per the Joint Chiefs of Staff of February 2023. Food scarcity, food availability, not great, not right now. Uh, from a medical standpoint, prescription medications are becoming harder and harder to get. Basic things like gauze, gauze, getting harder and harder to get. Knowing all of this, I mean, and then even Camo. Oh yeah, by the way, the Signal app has, has a zero day exploit. So there's indicators all over the board, right? What do we need to know? What do we need to get? What do we need to audit today? And if you're watching this live currently, pull out a pen and a piece of paper, or do this on your lunch break. This, these are just a handful of things I think we need to be stockpiling, if you will. The first, and this may come as no surprise to many of y'all who have been here for a long period of time, is the Word of God, the Bible. There will be a famine for the Word in end times. And I'm not saying we're in end times, but I'm saying we might be in the times that lead up to end times. Because if this right now, if this is end times chaos, the uh, prophet and apostle John owes me an explanation. I've read the book of Revelation uh, nine times now. This ain't it yet. And also, for those who are curious, I've read every word of the New Testament on camera. Go watch the Bible playlists here on this channel. Yeah, but Bear, but what do you think about Revelation 13? I got a video on it. Go watch it. But the word, the Bible, there will be a famine for the word. And so not only should you know the word and be familiar with the word, and you should be saved by the blood of the Son who is the word made flesh, but you should have a physical stockpile of Bibles, of the Word, okay? Next, cash. How much cash? Whatever seems like a good amount of cash to you. Because in the immediate aftermath of external stimulus, aka chaos, cash still works. For Three to seven days, cash still works. And while you should already have all the things that you need, maybe like me, you're on the road. And maybe like me, you might need to get home again. A robust stockpile of cash, worthless fiat currency can go a long way. The next thing I would say is uh, silver and small amounts of gold, if you can afford it. 
Why? A, it's a tool for the preservation of wealth versus fiat currency, which money is nothing more than um, a physical stockpile of labor that you've already performed. And it's used to ease the flow of goods and services. We know that the dollar has no inherent value. It's backed by the full faith in the United States of America. The what? The full faith in the United States of America? No wonder the dollar is so weak right now. Okay. So silver, gold, small denomination silver is my go-to because it can also be used to affect barter and trade and maintain a, uh, a localized economy. Next, fuel. Fuel is going to go through the roof. It is already forecasted to go somewhere from roughly sitting at $90 a barrel now to somewhere between $120 and $200 a barrel in the near future. JC Fixer, Pastor Bear and everyone in the chat make an otherwise crappy Monday much better. Well, bless you, bro. Um, fuel. And if you don't have a lot of money, fill a gas can or two. If you have a lot of money, get a thousand gallon uh, transfer tank and fill that. You may not be able to get it for much longer if we go to full-blown warfare, which leads me to ammunition. Hornady plant just mysteriously exploded. Don't know why. Can you say asymmetric warfare? Hornady plant just exploded. Um, Lake City has announced that they are no longer for time indeterminate will no longer be supplying uh, civilians or commercial wholesalers they are providing 556 to the military and the military only uh, we've been talking about we as well as other channels have been talking about the need to stockpile ammunition for the last seven to ten days I would submit to you that if you have a thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand rounds of ammo, but you don't have any medical, you're doing it wrong. Um, because if you expect realistically to shoot a thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand rounds of ammo and don't expect any rounds of any bullets to come back at you, you live in a fantasy world. You've played too many video games. You have disassociated from reality. My hope is, now hope is not a strategy, but my hope is that you never have to fire your firearm in anger or in defense of your life, ever. But we must realize that if you have the ability to make holes, you also need the ability to plug holes. That's where stuff like this comes into play. Stuff like this comes into play. Um, Non-perishable food items, something that I would be continuing to stockpile, whether this is grains like corn, wheat, rice, and beans, or canned goods, stuff in cans and jars, or stuff in boxes, you know, cans, jars, boxes last uh, approximately a year on a shelf, uh, two or three years, depending on what exactly that it is. So that is intermediate food storage. You should have a robust pantry right now. like. Don't have to go to the grocery store for 30 to 90 days, is what I mean by a robust pantry. 
you should have long-term food storage as well. Corn, rice, wheat, beans, jars, cans, boxes. That's your long-term stuff. And then, as uh, Zach Bauer from an American homestead said recently on a video, if you take preparedness to its logical conclusion, you always end up at a homestead because a homestead allows you to produce food rather than just consume it, which actually gets into strategic relocation. If you've been on the fence about strategic relocation, not that you should relocate out of fear, but man, if you ever needed another reason as to why uh, the current goings on over there in the Middle East and Eastern Europe and soon to be the South China Sea are great reasons to strategically relocate, if you ask me to say nothing of apparently the multiple sleeper cells here in the United States of America. Sleeper cells are not going to be attacking the rural areas. And if they do, let's just say hypothetically they do, they get far less bang for their buck because there's far fewer people and the people in the rural areas are much better armed and trained than the people in the suburban and urban areas. Okay? So, F-A-F-O, bro. Exactly, Palmetto. Exactly. I know exactly where Palmetto lives. That would be, like, the boys up in them hills would just be grinning ear to ear if Toyota Hiluxes filled with shitheads showed up. <laughs> Okay, we're here now. Sounds like a party. Water. By the way, if you need a deeper dive on all of these things, we have a free playlist here at the channel called The Prepper Classroom. There's about 30 videos uh, in a classroom setting where each one of these concepts is broken down Barney style on a whiteboard. You can take notes and, uh, and they're very shareable. You can share with other people. Um, water. As much water as you can get. The standard nomenclature for preparedness is one gallon per person per day at a minimum. I strongly suggest you move it to three gallons of water per person per day. One for drinking, one for cleaning, one for food prep. Cleaning slash sanitation. Yourself, your tools, your you know food preparation, pots and pans and dishes and all of that. It's much closer to three based upon the 41 deployments that Grindstone Ministry has done into sometimes austere environments. Three gallons is a much better number. Camo. Camo. A good camo plan. I was just talking to uh, the guy from Radio Made Easy yesterday. I'm probably going to have him on the channel in the relatively near future. You need a way to talk to each other because logistics doesn't happen without communication and logistics wins wars. And whether or not you want to be embroiled in a global war, you will be affected by it, whether you want to be or not. Logistics wins wars. Logistics will keep your ass alive and Camo is what fuels logistics. So you need a way to be able to talk to each other. Intra-squad, if you will. Simplex. The ability to talk out? Yeah. Yup. But more importantly, the ability to talk in. I would also recommend, while you can, while the internet still works, have maps of your AO. Okay? Have maps of your area of operations. If you don't know what your AO is, it's time for you to do an area study. Again, got a video on that in the prepper classroom as do many other channels. You need maps of your AO 
because your GPS might not work. I mean, I could take out a cell phone tower and make your phone not work, and it's not that hard. Did not Hamas take out cell phone towers first before they attacked? Yes, they did. Logistics doesn't win wars, morale does. All right, War Goat. Morale, yes, I agree. But you can have all the morale in the world, and if we're in a fixed bayonet situation because we don't have ammunition, what's the survivability going to be for that operation? How much attrition are you going to suffer? Because let's remember this. The vast majority of the people who are watching this channel right now are not soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines. They're not. They're civilians, and their pipeline for more people is extremely limited, and none of us can afford to lose a single person on our team, okay? None of us can afford to lose a single person on our team. I'm not going to go tell one of my brother's wives that their brother is dead because we messed up, because we fought a fight that we shouldn't have, or we didn't have enough tourniquets, or we didn't have enough ammunition, or we ran out of fuel. Not doing that. Next, medical. I told you guys last week that the current state of affairs from a medical manufacturing standpoint is very reminiscent of February 24th, 2022 when Russia first invaded Ukraine. There is stuff going out of stock incredibly fast. When that happened, when Russia invaded, we at Refuge Medical changed our business model to only sell what we have in stock, rather than to show stuff in stock on the website, have you buy it, then turn around and buy it from our suppliers, then wait for it to arrive, then turn around and ship it to you. We don't do that. It's not biblical. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. We've gotten into a jam a time or two because our suppliers have said, yep, it's in route, it's coming, it's on the truck. Then the truck shows up and it ain't there. And so we own all of our inventory, we keep it under our roof, it's in stock. And when I say it's in stock, I mean, I own it, I have it, I can go touch it. But simple things like gauze drying up, um, mylar blankets drying up. A lot of the tactical medical stuff, tourniquets and chest seals and pressure bandages and decompression needles and stuff like that, I wouldn't say that there's a surplus, but the inventory is better on those because production was ramped up astronomically. What's up, Ian? Shalom, brother. Production was ramped up astronomically due to the war in Ukraine. All the secondary stuff that nobody really thinks about Gauze, tape, gloves, disinfectants, very hard to get. In fact, I have, um, there's a, a nonprofit that we work with that reached out to me yesterday that is putting together a mission into Israel and wanted to know if we could supply some items. I need to get with my team about that later today because I honestly don't know. I don't know if we have the things that they're looking for. I don't know if we can get the things that they're looking for. So it'd be like that. So whatever you don't have for medical currently, I would get that going. And along with medical, your prescription medications. My gosh, most of our prescriptions come from China, and a lot of the ones that don't come from China come from India. And now while China and India don't exactly love each other, they are at least economically allied through BRICS. 
Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, Saudi Arabia at all. And what, 30 other countries right now? And if you are dependent upon prescription medication, you should have a robust stockpile of those things because the likelihood that they continue to remain available is going to go down as these wars in the Middle East and Eastern Europe continue on this timeline that we're on. What about Quick Clot? We have Quick Clot. Uh, the company that owns Quick Clot, Teleflex, increased uh, production quantity of it as well, while also openly stating that they intended to double the cost of it over the next two years. And so Quick Clot has become more and more and more expensive because demand is incredibly high. There's combat gauze right there inside of that kit. There's Quick Clot rolled gauze inside of this kit. You can get it. It's just, it's not getting any cheaper. I'll tell you that. And so those are the things I think that amongst many other things we should be auditing today. What's your inventory of the Bible? Stockpile of the word. Do you have cash on hand? Do you have small denomination silver? Do you have at least one extra tank's worth of fuel for your primary vehicle put up somewhere? Do you have enough ammunition to keep your tools fed? What's your non-perishable food stockpile look like and do you need to replenish or re-up? What's your water storage look like? What are your combo capabilities and what's your combo plan? Do you have maps of your AO as part of an area study? Do you have medical equipment? Do you have medical training? And what's the status of your prescriptions, if any? That's what I've got for you all today. That is the brief for today. 38 minutes of, I think, pretty awesome value. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're going to talk about, as I clean my little lens right here, oh my gosh, look at that, that looks like a, looks like a nuclear war. Look at the screen, watch this. Incoming! There you go. See, look at that. We have the best effects here. This is nothing more than a sideways iPhone that I'm talking to you on. Which, by the way, I want to yet again give the Bear Nation praise. You guys and girls are amazing. We have grown this channel from zero subscribers to 193,000 plus as of this morning over the last few years because of people like y'all. I cannot do this without y'all. I would not do this without y'all. You guys and girls are amazing. And we have been so blessed to do so many awesome things together. We've donated more than 6,000 Bibles. We've fed tens of thousands of meals. We've moved hundreds of thousands of tons of debris. We've rescued dozens of juvenile human trafficking survivors. We've restored a dozen who have graduated from our program already. We've got others in the pipeline for graduation. I mean, just yesterday, I was, I'm on the road, and uh, the Spirit was telling me, hey, you need to swing by Camden, Tennessee. And I had been thinking back and forth about, am I going to go, am I going to go, am I going to go? And the Spirit was like, go. And so I showed up to the Self-Reliance Festival in Camden, Tennessee. 
It was awesome. And by the way, one of y'all was there, and at least one of y'all was there, because I saw one of y'all looked like with a wide brim hat, with a Caleb House hoodie, with a Refuge Medical leather IFAC on your belt. And I was hollering at you from J.A. Dudley's van. And you didn't hear me, you just kept walking. I was like, I gotta go talk to that guy. So if that was you, hey man, if you heard somebody hollering in the background yesterday afternoon, that was me. I wanted to talk to you, but it's okay. You didn't hear me. But it, what a blessing to be able to get to see uh, John and Amanda from SOE and uh, Nicole Sauce and every, just everybody. We got to hang out with Joel Salatin yesterday and do a podcast with John and meet so many of the Bear Nation. Lynn was there. Um, and just, I met with a couple dozen of y'all of yesterday and they're so cool. We got to the fellowship and pray together and handed out half a case of Bibles and it was awesome, super awesome. And to the extent that opportunities to network like that present themselves to you, you should take those opportunities, whether it's Self-Reliance Festival, which I think they do one in the spring and one in the fall every year. And which, to be frank, I have a habit of showing up at because I really enjoy those people. Um, or the Mountain Readiness Fallout, which is where I'll be this coming weekend. We're doing a fundraiser for Caleb House on Friday there, mountainreadiness.com. As the world gets more and more weird, we've got to do a better and better job of staying plugged into the source of life the Lord our God, Yahuwah our Elohim, and the Word made flesh his Son, who atoned for, our atoned for our sins via his sacrifice so we could come back into the house. And we've, we've got to observe the two prime directives. Love the Lord your God with everything that you've got and love your neighbor as yourself. You've got to know who your neighbors are, man. And I don't mean that just geographically. I mean that mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You've got to know who your neighbors are. And so don't, don't miss those opportunities to fellowship and, and worship and praise and do life with other like-minded people. Go find them. They're out there. Man, they are out there. This morning on Patreon, um, Patreon is a preparedness consultancy you ask the questions i give you the answers it's 10 bucks a month link is links are all, for all these things are in the description somebody asked uh, what's the difference between christianity versus judaism versus following the way following messiah versus israel and not the nation state but the heart condition genesis 32 he who is struggling with Elohim, he who is overcome with Elohim, and he who is ruling with Elohim. What does that look like? And so myself and my brother Mad Kelt did about a 40-minute video on that. I think it's pretty damn good, honestly. Um, so that's on Patreon this morning. The last Patreon video that posted before that was prepping on $200 a month budget. What would I do? And so there's an immense amount of value on Patreon. I recommend you go check it out. RefugeMedical.com. What's the promo this week? 
The promo is we're in stock. The promo is we have stuff and everybody else doesn't. Glock 316, what's up Glock 316? Prepping on 200 bucks was great, thank you. Paladin one, what's up man? Great brief today, I'll be reaching out to my people to get their brains thinking. This is the Bearfac from refugemedical.com. This is one of our flagship products. It's named the Bearfac because of me. I'm bear in case you didn't know. And this is 100% made in America. It's guaranteed unconditionally forever. And uh, we've been blessed to have participated in the saving of 92 lives to date. More than half of which are with this one kit right here. So I've got my shears on the outside here and I've got a Gen 7 cat tourniquet, Committee on TCCC recommended windlass tourniquet here. Obviously, Molly Pals webbing compatible on the back. And the outside of the kit gives you your portability and your durability. Grab this tab, pop it open, and then there's a red handle right here, right? And so the inside of the kit gives you your capability. Watch this, you can do this one-handed. We've had four people who have saved their lives with this kit because they were missing their other hand, hand or arm, mechanically or explosively amputated. Saw somebody in the chat says the SOB in stock. I believe it is, although we just sent a very large shipment of SOBs to a training outfit. So if it's not, you can email sales at Refuge Medical admin at Refuge Medical, or call the number at the bottom of the website, a real human being will answer you. Watch this, one-handed, two fingers actually. Now my kit's open. Out in my hand where I can use it rather than stuck to my body like every other kit on the market. And unlike every other kit on the market, see this little tab right here? Made in the United States of America unconditionally guaranteed forever. When I say made, we don't make this at some sweatshop that you've never heard of before. We, we have four sew shops, four. We make these, okay? So in the front here, I've got another cat tourniquet. I've got a pair of gloves because if it's wet and not yours, don't touch it. I've got my medical tape. This is one of my favorite features. It's just a little thing, but I love it. My tape is held in here with Velcro, so it doesn't run away from me when I open the kit, but if I need it, I can slip a finger in here and tug, and it comes out where I've got it. I love that. It's little thoughtful things like that that set this kit apart in addition to having the best components available on planet Earth. So put my tape back in there. Tourniquet, gloves, tape, Sharpie, so you can mark a T with the time on the forehead of the casualty if you apply a tourniquet, because if you, you should probably, if you have to apply a tourniquet, cover the casualty with a mylar blanket to help stem off or stave off hypothermia. And so because the casualty's covered, if they have a tourniquet applied, when you elevate to a higher level of care, uh, EMS, fire, whoever, first responders, they may not visually be able to see the tourniquet because of the mylar blanket. So you put a T on their forehead with the time that the tourniquet was applied, okay? Um, then, Emergency pressure bandage right here. This is a North American Rescue 6-inch emergency trauma dressing. In the back, in what we call the stack, see there's another pocket right there. Pull this out. I've got shears, nasal pharyngeal airway, 
with the surge lube. This is for maintaining a patent airway so the, the patient can continue to breathe. I've got a pair of five by nine gauze pads here because I need, if I need big gauze, I don't wanna go hunting for it, I need it now. Also, when you apply chest seals, a lot of the time you have uh, viscous fluids coming from the pleural space, blood, clear liquid, etc., coming from the box. Basically, the area that operates in a vacuum in between, right here, right, the very top of your clavicle, down to your belly button. And a lot of times you need big gauze, okay? So, big gauze. A burn tech dressing, because burns are a common modality of injury in uh, civilian and in tactical situations. And then a pair of chest seals, not one but two, because when you have a penetrating wound to the pleural space, you usually have an entry wound and an exit wound. And also, you may not know this, but you have a left and a right lung. So you got two chest seals here. That's what's in the stack in the back of the kit. Go ahead and put that back. One of these days, we'll do one of those like, call now, live operators are standing by. That'd be fun. Uh, down here in the bottom pocket, I've got my quick clot rolled gauze for wound packing in our junctional areas, our neck, our uh, shoulders, our pelvic girdle, our ass, as well as the trauma pack. And so this has got two by two, four by four, and five by nine gauze pads, flat duct tape, an eye shield, an eye pad, Curlix rolled gauze, a triangle bandage, a mylar blanket for hypothermia, and compressed gauze for wound packing or dressing uh, secondary wounds, lacerations, etc. That's the bare fact, man. It exceeds military specification. This kit is on four continents with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces electively, and more than half of our 92 lives saved have been saved with this kit and way more than you would think have been civilian casualties. So, with everything that's happening in the world, we talked about medical. Upgrade your medical game. I think we also have these slicks in stock as well. And these are great EDC kits, They're very thin. They fit in the back pocket of your jeans. They fit in a cargo pocket on your pants or your shorts. Very thin, uh, fit in a glove box or a, um, you know, backpack, whatever. Refuge training. We've got some classes coming up the 29th and the 30th at our HQ in Spyro, Oklahoma. Would strongly encourage you to come out to class and learn the fine art of how to not die. Uh, and the evening of the 29th, which is a Sunday evening, we are doing a refuge block party in the parking lot at the refuge medical store in Spyro, Oklahoma. So if you're coming for class on that Sunday, the 29th, I would plan your travel so that you're still there Sunday evening so we can hang out. Um, if you're coming for class on Monday the 30th, I would plan your travel so you're already in town Sunday evening so you can come and hang out Sunday evening. And you can find those classes at refugetraining.com. Those will very likely be the last public classes we do in this calendar year because the remainder of what we have to do is private classes and then once winter sets in, Travel for us and travel for y'all gets a little bit more difficult. So that's the end of this month, the 29th and the 30th in Spyro, Oklahoma at our HQ. Classes are at refugetraining.com. We've also got the Refuge Ruckus coming up, which is our fundraiser for Caleb House. If you want to throw on a uh, rucksack, rucksack and 
come raise awareness and funds for Caleb House. It's a three-day event, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On Friday, we've got live speakers and workshops and classrooms and vendors all set up. On uh, Saturday, we're going to do a Bible study, a big midrash, and hang out. We'll have worship music and bands and fellowship, and it'll be awesome. And then on Sunday morning, we ruck. We ruck through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, and this is the first event that we're aware of that is specifically designed as a public event to raise awareness for anti-human trafficking and to wave middle fingers at pedophiles. So if you're into that, come see us. Uh, the website is refugeruckus.com. Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. If you'd like to support our anti-trafficking efforts and the rescue and restoration of juvenile human trafficking survivors, we do that. That's what we do. We rescue and restore kiddos who have been serially raped and trafficked by assholes. And we couldn't do it without you. So thank you to every one of you who supports us in the doing of that. Because you humble me. What the Father has allowed us to do in partnership with y'all is literally miraculous. And I take zero credit for it because it's all him. But we are literally putting lives back together again and uh, gosh I need y'all I need your help I need you at the ruckus I need you telling people about Caleb House I need you as the spirit moves to do whatever it is that the father convicts you to do to help these kids and I am consistently and constantly amazed at who the Father has out there, who he's been working on for this cause, because we have so many incredible people who have rallied around us to make Caleb House an actuality. Not a concept, but an actuality. And it has been the hardest work I've ever done but the most fulfilling and rewarding work and the most impactful and important work we've ever done. And we couldn't do that without you all. So thank you. You guys know the drill. Grindstoneministries.com for your Caleb House swag and Brother Rex's swag and Brother Saw's swag, all of which benefits Caleb House. And of course, Moose Run Coffee, some of which I had right now, but I do not runcoffee.com get the grindstone blend it helps us do what we do with grindstone ministries and caleb house i hope you all have an awesome day and uh dad's telling me we need to pray so let's pray oh good morning father yah father thank you for the mercy of waking up again today Thank you for blessing us with the breath in our lungs and the blood inside of our body, for not taking us as we slept, for giving us another opportunity to do your will here on this plane. Father, I know that there are people within the sound of my voice right now who are hurting mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, 
I don't know how I know that. I just know it by the Spirit. So, Father, I pray that you'd pour your Spirit, your Ruach HaKodesh, out on them, Father, for healing, be it your will. Father, I pray that you'd give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to be your hands and feet. Father, that you would give us wisdom and discernment, that we would know right from wrong, truth from lies, Father, that we would not be deceived and that the scales would fall from our eyes and you would let us see what we need to see, hear what we need to hear and speak what we need to speak. Father, I pray that you'd bring peace that surpasses all understanding, even in these troubling times, and that we would remember that we are good because we are in you. Father, yeah, I know that there's people within the sound of my voice that are praying for the first time in a long time. And Father, they have missed you and they love you and they feel unworthy of your presence. So Father, I pray that you would comfort them that you would let them know that while they may not be worthy, they are loved. And the very reason that they can come into your presence is because they are loved. And that makes them worthy. Father, thank you for the sacrifice of your son and for the atoning blood and for the redemption that we were bought and paid for with a price that we couldn't pay so that we could enter back into your household, be part of the family again. Father, I pray a hedge of protection around everybody within the sound of my voice that whatever happens today, Father, it's only your will and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and that we would be bold in our faith, that two of us would put 10,000 to flight. Father, yeah, anything that is within the sound of my voice that is not of you, anything that comes against me or the people that I love or the members of this bare nation here, all of your sons and daughters, anything that is not of you, I rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to destroy itself. Father, yeah, fill us up. Fill us up with your strength and your power and your authority. Fill us up with your mercy and your love and your favor, Father. Remember us today as we do our earthly best to remember you and to walk in your ways. Thank you for the mercy of another day. Father, I pray blessings on these people. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Love y'all. Have an awesome day. Go be the light. Shalom.